What is up? Hello and welcome in to another edition of Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast right here on SB Nation. Another week of Buccaneers training camp is in the books and the first preseason game is on deck Saturday night, August 13th against the Miami Dolphins. But there are a ton of other storylines to get to this Buccaneers training camp has not been without storylines. That is safe to say. I am Trey Downey, the Downey half of this dynamic duo. You can follow me on Twitter at TD Experience. As I said, we are a Bucks Nation podcast, so check out BucksNation.com every single day. Updates from training camp. And he is the Martez half of this dynamic duo. You can follow him on Twitter at Elmar810. He's the one. The only, the Len Martez. What's up, man? You can't do an intro without mentioning that dude in it. Well, that dude is going to be our lead well, then get in once it. again today. Get in it. Get in it. So that dude, a.k.a. Tom Brady, I will say Tom Brady since Len no longer will say those two words. He is just that dude. That dude, a.k.a. the GOAT. So, news comes out today. All the media members at Bucks training camp, Tom Brady is absent from camp for personal reasons once again. Then it comes out, Todd Bowles speaking after practice, that Tom Brady will be away from the Buccaneers until after the second preseason game, August 20th, against the Tennessee Titans. According to Bowles and reports uh, later on from... Ian Rappaport, this was a pre-planned thing, and the Bucks knew that this was coming. Um, there has been no further reporting on what the what is going on with Tom Brady, so it is unfair to unfair to speculate on on what it is. I'll just say I hope everything's fine with Tom and his family, and this was just a pre-planned thing. Yeah, I think Rappaport said something about it being. Uh, that it was related to life and football balance. So we can go kind of go off of that. But I'll say this, Lynn, some people are some people are saying that this is this is nothing. I'll say that if any quarterback or any player in the history of sports has earned the right to do this, it's Tom Brady. But at the same time, especially with three new starters on an offensive line and quite a few new weapons on your offense, I don't love you being away from a week for a week and a half of training camp. I mean, he probably wasn't going to play in the preseason game, so I don't care that much about that. But being away from the team for, for 10 days in the middle of camp, I don't love it. All right, here's the thing. Two things. First thing is, when this first came out, and mind you, the first thing that jumped out to me was the fact that in the age of sources and everybody wanting to be first and breaking stories and breaking news and everybody basically being in tuned on a lot of things and dropping news and wanting to be first if we ought to believe and i have no reason not to believe i'll just speak for me i have no reason not to believe the fact that what we're hearing in regards to coming out of the avon health training center and, and from the buccaneers is that this was pre-planned but how did this not get out? Yeah. <laughs> That's number one. How it didn't get out. Because it was pre-planned, then there's no reason to 
technically hide it, right? There's no real reason to hide it. I mean, I understand it may be, it may be something that doesn't happen very often. And you mentioned the fact that with the equity that Tom Brady, that dude has earned, certainly if somebody is able to do it in this day and time, it'll be that guy, the number one guy. And when I say number one, I mean the number one guy in the NFL, right? Let's get that out there. The number one guy in the sport. Boom. Done. Don't tell me that bad, man. And don't throw any other names at me. The number one dude in the NFL is Tom Brady till he leaves. That's number one. That's the first thing that jumped out at me. The second thing that jumped out at me is the fact that if this was pre-planned, and I'll say it again, (laughs) I have no reason to believe that it wasn't pre-planned. But if it was pre-planned, it was pre-planned before the man (laughs) whose butt he puts his hands under (laughs) was scheduled to play, (laughs) right? The guy that he's been putting his hands under (laughs) or his hands under his butt for the last two seasons. And I mean, Ryan Jensen was supposed to be that guy. Ryan Jensen, Tom calls him up. I'm coming back. Hey, you're going to be my center. Everything's supposed to be cool, right? 6'6", supposed to be out there. When this was planned, if we are to believe, and I'll say it again for the third time, no reason not to believe that what the Bucs are telling us is true. But that's the the biggest issue for me. You mentioned the fact that, yeah, you know, the offensive line is new. And that's when it was planned. It was planned to have Ryan Jensen and the only real open position, if if he took things for what it's worth, the only open position was the left guard position, right? Battling it out. And it's great. Battle it out in training camp. Iron sharpens iron. Vita Vare, Hicks going against the, the stack of left guards that want that job, that competition. And offensive line coach of the Buccaneers, Harold Goodwin, talked about that. In regards to those guys being prepared every day because of who they have to go up against. But that's my issue when it comes to this being what it is, Tom Brady being away, Tom Brady being away from this football team into August 20th, August 21st. And that, I mean, that to me is you, I can praise Tom for everything that he is. I can praise that dude for everything that he is. That still leaves a question mark moving forward through training camp. It's just not done. It's just not something that happens. Yeah. Injuries happen. You sit guys, but even with, even with injuries, even with guys getting sick or, or sat, Veterans Day, or, or guys not playing, whatever it is, you know what they're doing, Trey? They're still in the building, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. They're still in the building. And I, I'm not telling you Tom's got to be there 24-7 and all this. And I understand the fact that if what Rappaport is true in regards to the, the family and, and balance and all that, and probably something he may have committed to prior to deciding he was going to come back, if yeah. that's what we want to believe, okay, great. But the issue is you got a 2022 season to go through with a new center and a new left guard and technically a new right guard who you haven't seen since your days in New England. I'll say, I'll say this too, other than just the offensive line, we know the equity that that dude not only has throughout the league, but within this offense and within the building in Tampa Bay. And we've talked 
all offseason about the depth at wide receiver in those positions and how Tom's trust is going to go a long way into who makes this football team. And him not being there, you miss some of you miss some of that as well. So, I mean, in in regards to you saying how did this not get out, this is just pure speculation on my part, but maybe it's something of they didn't want it to get out till Tom was already away from camp, so Tom wasn't fielding questions about whatever this was whatever this was going to be or something like that. That's that's my best guess in terms of in terms of something like that. I do agree with you that this could have been planned as far out as when he was retired. So um I'm sure eventually, especially once Tom come once Tom's comes back, we'll we'll figure out what was what was going on here. But as I said, the equity that he has built up is is a big deal. And I didn't really expect him to play in any of the preseason games. But I I will say that just because of the uncertainty on this team a little bit that I that I don't love it. I mean, if this was last if this was last season and you had a situation where all 22 starters were back, it's a little bit of a di- little bit of a different deal. This season this season's a different animal and you'd like to see Tom Brady more uh melding with those guys more early and a couple weeks in to training camp right now because we didn't see a ton of the reports of all of the off-season workouts of Tom getting all the team together this off-season too. So it's interesting. I, I know we're going to see people out there questioning Tom Brady's work ethic and, and want to, and if he and, really wants to be. I think we're going to see some people questioning that's fine. it. They can do that. But they look at the mirror. They've been looking in the yeah. mirror. Been looking they, in the mirror. I mean, you mentioned how he's looked so far in camp at, at 45 years old. So I mean, there, there's no reason to ever question Tom when it comes to that. I'll just say like, as the guy, the guy has a lifestyle named after him. Yeah. You're going to question that dude, that dude. No, come on, man. I, I, I know you're saying people will, mm-hmm. but the people that will are the same ones that are making speculations about Robert Hainsley when he goes off with cramps. Man, oh, a, oh it's the a, hamstring. Oh, you know what? Last time I seen that, just stop. I, we talked about it when Jeff that was, was a stressful 30, 30 minutes oh on uh, Bucks Nation Twitter. <laughs> we talked about it when Jensen went down, right? Everybody which we still went, haven't got a clear update on Jensen. No, which and that's fine. Weird. They don't know us anything. He's indefinitely out, and definitely yeah. means he was at practice this week. He was because he's going back crap crazy stuck in a hotel and and you know facetiming and and talk, getting texts from offensive line coach howard goodwin because basically he's probably texting goodwin and saying how's everything uh, you know is everything cool because here's a guy who's a veteran what's he accustomed to doing in august being at camp yeah you know this is a guy that's an offensive lineman thrive on camp more than more than anyone this is what else. he expected to be. He came back yeah. for this. He came back for that dude also. So I mean that that that's probably it's probably hurting a lot in regard in regards to that. So you know he he was at camp. But back to the speculation thing, right? People want to speculate in regards to Tom's commitment. Stop. Like I said, it's the same people who want to run around and who want to play doctor when they see an injury for the first. Oh, look at this video. It looks like Justin Gage has a hamstring. What are you doing? 
Like, I mean. <laughs> By the way, Russell Gage did did go off, and there was no update offered on Gage today. No, uh, as we're and they don't know it's one, and they don't, yeah. and they don't owe you. They don't know you one. The I mean, injury report. We we we. The only thing we are owed as the media is the injury report. That right. and that's according when, to NFL when that, rules. When, when right when that happens, that's that's when you'll get it. Because, I mean, whether it's a tweaked hamstring, which by the way, if you want to, if you really want to talk about it, what about your guy, Mike Evans? Yeah, right, thirteen. Which yeah, that did he, come out that it was a it was a hamstring in right. terms of Evans, but yeah. you don't know severity of it. You know, tweak, you know, strain, talk, whatever. We don't. So let it go. People want to. <laughs> it's so funny. People people are losing their minds. And I, and you know what? You mentioned Bucks Nation nationally. Oh, Bucks lost another center. Like. I would Joey Knight is the first person I saw tweeted out and he put yikes alert and I quote tweeted it and said yikes is right and then I saw Jenna Lane very shortly after say it was just cramps and I was like Phew. that's that's fine but but here's the thing yikes absolutely because you're thinking you're thinking right until you know what it may be and he got carted off it wasn't just a like that's helped fine. off the field you can do so. all those things my and that's the is, job of a reporter if you're at camp is to wrong tweet with, stuff Nothing like, yeah. wrong with that. You haven't mentioned it. My issue is the assumption. So if Joey McKnight, the Tampa Bay Times, says, yikes, looks like uh, Robert Hainsey could join Ryan Jensen and be out yeah. for the year. If you go there, then there's an issue. Okay? <laughs> that's the thing. Everybody wants to play that. Oh, Russell Gage. You know, looks like it's a torn hamstring. He may be out half the season. The depth chart's going to change. My college roommate is now a physical <laughs> therapist. Yeah, dude. And he like, told me. Oh, man. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like the Sunday gravy is just like, is stewing on the stove and you're dying. You're dying. By the way, I, I, I can never get behind tomato sauce being called gravy that's, that's just that's weird fine. to me that, that's fine that's fine when you when you grow up where i grew up man <laughs> so, so, and you have the sundays you have bro it's gravy but oh trust me i'm all for sunday dinner but yeah, for me uh, it was biscuits and gravy in uh, the morning uh, on I'm sundays sure. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still wearing them um, but, but my point is the fact that you gotta wait till the whole meal is done okay you can't just be Taking a big old piece of garlic bread and dipping it in the sauce, and, man, you get chopped. Grandma slap that right out your hand, man. Let me finish what I'm cooking. <laughs> Same thing. Let the, let the medical staff do what they do here, so they can tell you. And then on top of that, it's like, and I know it because I've been there, and Lord knows I've done it. In regards to Todd Bowles walking off the field, ten minutes after something like that happens, <laughs> it's like, do you have, do you have an update on uh, Robert Hainsey? It's like, I was working with the defense. Yeah. I just found out, you know, I'll talk to the medical staff after I talk to you guys. I'm, I'm keeping up with my, he's not saying this, but I'm thinking for him. I'm keeping up with you guys and your schedule, talking to you first so I can get this done and I can go talk to the medical staff. Or I can so, leave you here all day waiting for me and then go talk to the medical staff. The Bucks have been the Bucks have been practicing all week with the with the Miami Dolphins and joint practices that we tend to see every training camp in preparation for that game on Saturday night. But I want to rewind to this past weekend 
and a storyline that has been part of camp a little bit. It hasn't been the biggest storyline in camp, but it was one of the biggest things that we talked about last year. And that is, and I think it's a big focus going into these preseason games and what we're going to see. And that is the development of, of Kyle Trask. And I'll be honest, everything that I've seen on Twitter so far, I haven't seen a ton positive about Kyle Trask in year two when it comes to camp. Len, you've been there. I want to ask you what you've seen from now the second year quarterback out of the University of Florida. And then we can get into how much playing time we think she should get in training and the preseason games and all of that. Well, I say this <laughs> with the, the following, um, I guess, the following asterisk or uh, just heed, just heed the words I'm going to say because let's remember who he plays with. And that's not the knock. The guys on the low end of the depth chart, that's just a matter of the fact that the talent is a little less when you start going down a depth chart. Let's also remember the fact that he's also going up against the lower end of the depth chart too. But here's the thing. As much as I can sit here and give you a critique of Kyle Trask, and I'll give you one, it's slighted not by not by watching him play. Everyone's review of the guy slighted by the negativity that happens instantly. Happens instantly when it comes to Kyle Trask. I don't know if it's, it's because he's a second round pick and he's supposed to be the heir apparent and the fact that he's played in the state, played for the Gators, we watched him in college and expect more of him. I don't know if it's that or just the fact that he's a NFL quarterback, second round pick, and you're expecting a lot of him. But I will say some of the criticism is warranted because as I mentioned, he's going up against second, third stringers daily. He ain't taking first string, snap, first string snaps, dude, okay? He ain't getting snaps the first strings. He ain't. So because of that, you would expect him to have a little more success than he's had. He's and the late. Bucks are so deep. Yes, he's taking not with the first stringers, but there are still some decent receivers he's throwing. No, there's, there's no doubt. No, no doubt. Like I said, that that's that's not that's not my issue. <laughs> my issue is <laughs> like every young quarterback, dude. There's that transition, and he hasn't made it yet. And that transition is this late. On the rows late. You got guys jumping routes, dude. You got guys who are, again, second, third string DBs and, and linebackers jumping routes. And if they're not intercepting passes, they're knocking them down. You know why? Late on throws. That's why, dude. That's why them throws got to go, got to come out. It is so, it, here's a comparison I'll give you, okay? You're driving in the middle lane on 275 and somebody's to your right and you're watching that person drive. And if, even if you slow down 
You watch that person drive. That's Kyle Trask. You know what's coming up to you on the left-hand lane? That dude. Vroom! <laughs> okay? That's how fast Tom operates. That's how fast first-string quarterbacks in the NFL who've been in the league, who know about the speed of the game, and who come out with their throws quickly about making those decisions. Watch 12, man. Watch him at practice. I watch him at practice, man. He is from right, center, left. Oh, it's left, center, right. There's no wasted time. There's no wasted motion. It's going through the process. Boom, 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 boom. Balls out. That's how Kyle Trask has to, has to be. He's not there yet. My man's in the right-hand lane. And Tom's in the left-hand lane. Boom. He's still figuring it out. And those throws are coming out too late. And that's why those guys are jumping routes. But I will say this much. There's a lot of negativity when it comes to him. It's almost like folks. I said just, I, that's all I've seen is negativity. I haven't seen It's more. like folks are waiting for him to, you know, to screw up so they can get into it. And like I said, I don't know if it's because of where he was drafted. If it's because he's behind that dude. If the, the idea is he, he is supposed to be the heir apparent. Because it's going to come a time where, you know, that dude's not going to be here anymore. They're going to have to figure out. They almost had to do that this year. Regardless of- and I think it's and I think it's coming in 2023. I think regardless of if Tom Brady decides to play another year, I don't think he's I don't think when we're talking about Bucks training camp next year, I don't think we're talking about Tom Brady as the starting quarterback for the team. I, I would I, I don't want to go to that assumption just yet because <laughs> it is that dude. You just don't know. I mean, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, he could end up taking, you know, two two week vacations <laughs> next year at training yeah. camp. And as you stated, you know, in your eyes, he's got the equity. So, you know, Tom could set, he's already setting a precedent in regards to playing as much as he's playing at the age he's playing at, right? He's already setting that precedent. And he's setting the precedent this year in regards to being away from the team for the next, you know, 10 days. And he could set another one next year. Who knows? He might just end up be like pull a Michael Strahan and and uh, do it. Strahan did his final season where he missed all the training camp and came back. I mean, it's rare for a quarterback to do that, but Tom could end up missing all the training camp. You, what are they gonna do? If Tom just Tom says, "Hey, look, I'm coming back, but I'm not coming to camp. I'll work on my own. Uh-uh. We got everything in place. I'll be gone until the the, the last preseason game." What do you think they're going to say? No. You're not telling them that. <laughs> okay. All right. Because if they say no, you know what would happen? There'd be 31 other teams signing up for that. <laughs> I don't know about 31, close but to pretty it. close. Yeah. I'm close to it. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly exaggerating. He's yeah. still that dude, and he's still the number one dude in the league. You can have any. Go ahead. Pick anybody else. I'm picking 12. That dude. In a one-game situation, for sure. Um, but I will... Last year, we had a lot of debate in terms of Trask. And I said that if he was going to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady, this was a big talking point for me last year, that he should be able to beat out Blaine Gabbert for the backup spot in year one. Right now, it doesn't look like he's going to do that in year two. And I also was surprised and disappointed with his lack of playing time in the preseason. Tom Brady's gone. These first two, these first two games, you know what Blaine Gabbard is. 
Like, I don't think it's going to happen, but I would not mind one bit if Kyle Trask played every snap of the uh, of this preseason at quarterback for the Bucs, because that's the only way that you're going to find out. Well, obviously he's not going to play every snap, but I would give him I would give him first team reps. Yeah. I'd give him first team reps. And I, and I'm go ahead. Like I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not joking about it. I'm not being facetious. I'm give him first give him first team reps. You want to know why? Cuz Blaine's accustomed to playing with the, with the with the twos already anyway. Yeah. So he's in his regular spot, right? So I know some would say, well, potentially you know, something would have happened to that dude. Blaine's going to need reps with the first team. That's fine. and that's He's great. getting that in camp with Tom exactly. gone. Exactly. So you know what you do now? You give you give Kyle those reps with the first team and let Blaine take the second team, second team reps. And Ryan takes the third team reps. Boom. Okay. You want to find out about this guy? You can do that. I can tell you one thing, though. It won't look pretty. Because until he gets out of that right lane and catches up on the highway with the throws, it's going to be the same. It might even be worse. It might even be worse. People, Some people like question the arm strength. I don't. There's plenty of guys in the league that have the arm strength. He has, he has comparable arm strength. He has the arm strength to, to make the throws. So I don't. I, it's not that. All right. For me, it's about catching up with the speed of the league. It's a, it's a, that, I mean, we can put it in those terms. It's just late, late. I mean, one word, L-A-T-E, late. Okay. Get the ball out. Get it out. First depth chart for the Buccaneers came out when last week you had to take, you said you had to take a mulligan in terms of uh, Rashad White. But this week, you're not getting a mulligan. You're, I'm going to give you two two pieces of credit here, both in the secondary. Zion McCollum, already second-string cornerback. And we talked about safety and who you thought would be starting. Right now, Mike Edwards is starting next to Antoine Winfield. Anything on that first depth chart released by the Bucks surprise you or anything stick out? No, uh, you also left out Stinney, but I, I won't. I won't say. Yeah. Uh, okay. We kind of we kind of knew that already. Based I want all on three. Him. I want all. Hey, okay. <laughs> you gonna give me my flowers? Give me the flowers, baby. Don't be holding out. What you want? <laughs> you go, you I was sh- going to Publix and getting you the three forty nine. <laughs> Not buffet. even. You go to the liquor store and get me some raggedy old flowers. You okay. know the liquor store charges too much for those things. I'm just going to that, Publix and getting the three forty nine. But 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 Publix is closed, and you you making a late <laughs> you making a late night trip to the to the Montez doorstep with the raggedy flowers, man. Uh, yeah, I want all my flowers, man. I'm and, and you left another one out. Too. Too. As much as I, as much as I asked for the mulligan on Rashad White, and and whether it be Fournette or whether it be offensive line coach Howard Goodwin, who talked about him in regards to where he runs the football and also pass protection, says he's got to learn it, which we already knew in regards to a rookie running back. But he said he's a willing, he's a willing blocker. And as Harold Goodwin mentioned, and, and I'll say, it's huge. Because you ain't going to be good at what you don't want to do. <laughs> that yep. means, that's just, that's just fact. Life. Yep. Okay? 
I always tell people when it comes to, uh, I, I, I'll say this. When I've, <laughs> when I've dated, <laughs> come off mute, come off mute, man. You can laugh with me. <laughs> uh. When I've dated, I've asked women in regards to whether she liked to cook or not. Right? Not that I want her bad for them in the kitchen. Just saying, we could do it together, right? And let's be honest, the way through a man's heart to some men is through his stomach, right? If a woman tells me, uh, I don't really like doing it, guess what? More than likely, she's probably not real good at doing it. I've learned that. Sometimes the hard way, you know? Kind of look, look past the weaknesses and find out. No, she can't really cook, but I digress. <laughs> Bottom line is, the moral of the story is, you got to want to do something to be good at it. And Harold Goodwin, offensive line coach, mentioned this past weekend that Rashad White, rookie running back, is a willing blocker, pass protection. So he, he's, if he wants to do it, he's going to be good at it. I will say this much, though. Look on that depth chart, and it may be just because he's a rookie. But he's way old. He's he's in the other section when it comes to that dead shot. Um, yeah. Number two, Keyshawn Vaughn. But everyone's talked well about White. In regards to surprises, no, no, no real big surprises. Um, to me, it's more about moving forward in camp how that depth chart looks because the first one is the first one because <laughs> you got. I mean, you, you got a lot of names. You got a lot of names to put on that depth chart. I mean, are there any, is, are there any even expected, I mean, we might see some changes like in terms of depth, but in terms of s starters, I mean, I guess the safety and the guard position are still somewhat yeah, up for grabs. Gadecki might, might have a chance uh, at unseating Stenny and you never know as far as, as far as the secondary goes, but I am interested to see how the, how the depth kind of shakes out. And if Rashad White is able to, to move up at all whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the preseason game against the Miami Dolphins, we've seen some spirited practices throughout the week, a ton of talk about Carlton Davis against some of the top receivers for for the Miami Dolphins to attack of Iloa. His ups his ups and downs. It doesn't look like Tua is going to play on play on Saturday. As far as me and what I'm looking for in the first preseason game, it's it's a couple things. I already mentioned Trask and going into the first preseason game, you always want to see what the rookies look like in, the, in their first outing. I want to see, and one specifically that we talked about a little bit last week, I want to see Logan Hall and kind of how he looks the part in, in, in there on defense. And I do want to see uh, Rashad White in action. Those are the kind of the things that I'm looking for. I do also want to see Luke Gadecki, even though it's a little bit harder to, especially when you're just watching on TV and you're not watching a, a coach's film type thing, to really zero in on an offensive lineman, but those are kind of the that's that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking looking at Trask and I'm looking at the rookies uh, this weekend in uh, in terms of the Bucks against the Dolphins. Yeah, for me, it's the the guys who who are going through their second training camp and who are not rookies, but who are I mean you can you can even call them you can call them veterans because they're not they're no, no longer rookies, right? This time last year they were rookies, and that's Joe Tryon Shyanker. And that's also um, 
I'm going to draw a blank. Jalen uh, Darden, right? Darden. I didn't and, know if you were going to throw Stewart in there as well. No, I, 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 want, I want to see the, the two guys that can make the biggest impact, right, that were drafted last year. And that's Tryon Sriyanka. And that's Jalen Darden, right? Who, by the way, I watched him on Saturday, made a nice catch on a Tom Brady fingertip uh, catch on the sidelines, got his feet down, looked good. Um, and obviously – that's a big deal that he's getting reps at receiver with when Brady's in there. Well, That's a big deal. You got to also remember too, the top two guys were were, were down. Yeah. Um, but more than anything else is the level of confidence that you have your second year. You know where, like I said about Keyshawn Vaughn last week. I'll say it again. Now, look, the expectations go up too because you you know what's expected of you. And the expectations go up. It's one thing as a rookie to have, you know, the, the coach say, well, you know, he's progressing. He's going through the process. He's learning where everything is. You know, like they said in A Few Good Men, you know, you, you know where the latrine is. Three square meals, you know where the latrine is. Same thing in, and same thing in football when, you, when you're at camp as a rookie. You know, you finding, we find out where the bathroom is for the first time. You find out what meal, what meal you're gonna have, and what day, and so on and so forth. Well, those guys aren't going through that anymore. Tryon Sianka and Jalen Darden know what's expected of them, and the expectations are higher now because they're no longer rookies, and they don't have to worry about the little things. The big things now is being productive when you get playing time. And guess what? Big Joe. Who we watched last year, we looked at and we're like, ooh, that guy. <laughs> he can make some noise in the sleep. It's time for him to make noise in the sleep. Same thing with Darden, who, by the way, is number one on a kick return and punt return yep. on, uh, on the depth chart. So let's go, young man. Let's go, little man. Do your thing. And I hate to say that we have to look at this. But we have to. We're gonna to have to watch the kicking battle in the preseason games. We've we've seen that each of those guys, uh, Borealgus and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and you're Ryan. Butcher that name. You're gonna butcher that name all season long. Borealgus. Borealgus. Is that is that is that better? Just say Jose, man. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Jose. Jose the kicker. Um, exactly. Um, you better gonna, hope he don't. You better hope he don't beat us. We're gonna we're gonna have to watch it. Unfortunately, obviously, camp is a big thing, but the microscope is e- is even on bigger in these preseason games. And if you go out there and you miss a kick during the preseason games, it's it, it, it it's gonna be a thing. I hate that we're having to watch it, but that that. It's it's a factor this year. I, I said it a couple of weeks ago when you brought it up, and I'll say it again. You haven't had an issue since Suckup's been here. You won a Super Bowl with Suckup, kicking as much as he kicked, okay? The last two years combined, he might have like 12 missed kicks, extra points, and field goals. I said it then when you brought it up. I'll say it now. The Smiths, the song, how soon is now? It ain't now. Leave suck up alone. Boy, they got us his quality, dude. I watched him. He don't miss either, but. Another Florida guy two, went to Miami. You want to you carry two kickers? Find a way, but you don't need to replace suck up. Well, and you don't need to carry two kickers because your new, your new rookie punter out of Georgia. He's a kickoff uh, guy. Yeah, he's a kickoff guy and was probably the best one in the country last year. Over 90% of Georgia's 
opponent's starting not, field position started inside the 25. I'm not that good. I'm not suggesting having to carry two kickers. All I'm telling you is this time next year, you might want to replace Ryan Sucker, and you yeah. might want Bore Gales in your building. Bore Gales. Bore Gales. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail it. I'm never going to butcher it by the time we get through camp and then he'll Jose, get cut. Man. And then, I'll, and then I won't. Just and work on Jose. Then I'll ne- Do I really need to work on Jose? Come no, on. I'm just telling you, you better off. <laughs> I know how to say Jose. I'm going to work on All right. God. If he was a, If he was a NASCAR driver, you'd have his name down pat. But he's just a kicker, so you butcher his name up. Bore God. <laughs> you keep that up. <laughs> Bore God. <laughs> Before I before I before I butcher it anymore, that's Presley's gonna... <laughs> listen to this listen to this conversation right now and to this podcast. She's got a she's got an ear to the door right now. Presley, by the way, is little Miss Little Miss Downey. She's she's a beautiful little daughter, but she's listening to this podcast right now, listening to you butcher that man's name, and you know what. She's gonna say that name to you all night long now tonight. Watch. She's gonna be Boregales, Daddy. Boregales. For Len Martez <laughs> and Jose Boregales. We'll talk to you next week. I'm Trey Downey. This has been Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast.